gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with Renaissance Woman, Melissa Itell Duran. Uh, Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Uh, doing good, and uh, you know, uh, pretty, pretty shocking Kevin McCarthy news this week. Uh, since the last time we spoke, uh, lots of things changed, and I know somebody said to me, if somebody said to me yesterday, uh, if jo- Jim Jordan becomes the the speaker, it'll be great for me. And then somebody else said something else, and I really haven't been paying too much attention to this, but uh, but big news: Kevin McCarthy's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it happened, and he said he was—he's he, not going to uh, run again for speaker. Um, but uh, I mean, this looks very bad, and this was all instrumented, all uh, orchestrated, all, all engineered. Yeah. Yes, orchestrated, engineered. Yes, by Matt Gantz yep. and several members of that—that—that uh, that, that very far right. They call themselves what do they call? They call themselves a caucus. Freedom Caucus, I don't know what they call it. Yeah, the them. Freedom Caucus, right? Right, right. And it's the same, you know, the the usual list of suspects. You have um, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene involved with that and Lauren Boebert and, uh, and, 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 and several others are just, um, oh, and this new congressman, uh, Nancy Mace, who was on The View the other day, and she, she got into a, a, a verbal exchange with Whoopi Goldberg over abortion rights. Uh, so it's this is just horrible. This whole country is going to, down the, the tube faster than than you can say lickety split. Yeah. Well, I mean, who are we looking at as a uh, as potential replacements? Scalise name jumps Scalise. up. Um, yes. Scalise. You know, maybe Kevin Kevin Hearn. You think somebody like um, that? Or most, Tom Emmer? Yeah. Most most notably Jim Jordan, who got Trump's endorsement. Yeah. And believe it or not. There was even some talk of, of of recruiting President Trump to to fill in. Oh my God! Speaker. Wow. I mean, this is all, you this, you can't make this up. Yeah. Oh my God. Insanity, you know, really uh, insanity. What's going on? And I'll tell you, you know, you want to you want to <laughs> judge uh, politics. Just look at the extremes that are going on, uh, because I think McCarthy, uh, in his heart, is a is a moderate Republican. You know, basically a moderate Republican. He had to cut a deal, for uh, you know, with the right, and and they owned him. You know, they owned him for his tenure, basically. But when he uh, when he first started out, what did it take? Thirteen? Was it seventeen? How many times did it take to get for him to become? How many votes did it take him to become speaker? Oh, I don't know. I lost count. But yeah. one of the stipulations for him to be, you know, he put in, he said in order to get to, to get installed as speaker was that, yes, he would allow the, the, um, Freedom Caucus. He would allow them, yes, or whoever, to, with, you know, to ask a, a speaker to be, you know, recused, to be, you know, fired in effect. And, and it is, it is in the Constitution. I mean, you, you can remove a speaker for uncertain grounds. And I think he made a deal with the, you know, the far right. You know, yeah, you know, you don't like me, definitely. <laughs> because he, I guess he was, he just wanted to get in. 
and he, you know, he figured out, well, I'll iron it out later. It probably won't come to that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someone will renominate me if that happens. Jeez. Nightmare. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And, you know, and we have, we, on top of which, we have a border crisis. Not, and, and it's not the states. The states and the cities, they really shouldn't be handling this. They shouldn't be, because we see the mess of it in, in, in New York and, and, and elsewhere, especially in New York. This is a federal issue. I don't see the leadership for this. Yeah. I don't know what, you know, honestly, I, I don't know what's going on, but the extremes are taking over. The squad is the, uh, is the um, polar opposite of the, uh, of, of the Freedom Caucus, right? Is that safe to say? Yes. I would think so, yes. Yeah, so I mean, when we um, when uh, when we look at things, and and you want to be fair, you say, okay, well, um, they've got, uh, you know, they, you know, if, if, depending on what side, uh, they have Marjorie Taylor Greene, and they have, they have, uh, you know, AOC and and the others who are even worse than AOC if that's possible. Um, it, it's it's really a um, you know really a, a nightmare when you when you think about it, and they have enough influence they have enough um they uh they have enough um trouble on their hands to uh, uh to start uh picking through and they can cause enough trouble for for president biden that he has to cave to them right he, yeah. he right no, he caves no, to them all are, the time that's you know that was he had to make deals. I mean he he installed Bernie Sanders as his uh, as in charge as, as of the as the budget. I want to say the budget director, but definitely with having a, a big playing a big role in, in the in budgetary affairs. I mean yeah he had to bend over backwards for them and become somewhat more more left leaning in order you know in order to gain uh, support. And uh, they're not happy you know entirely happy with him either. Right. Oh my God. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare, and it's the extremes yeah. that make it uh, that way. I, do you have do you have people in your social circle that like Marjorie Taylor Greene? No, I don't know anybody who does. Yeah, but there are people. I mean, she gets herself elected. It's uh, it's amazing to me that people do this, and they actually pull the lever for her. You know, she's she's as bad as. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going blank on who, who are these maniacs in the squad. Well, you the, have Lauren Boebert, who's another one, and they hate each other. Yeah. By the way, they're they're in, they're in a cat fight. It should be, you know, they should somebody should do a reality show from <laughs> from Bravo. Um, I don't know what they would call Real Housewives of, of, of the of, of the Congress. Congress. Yeah. Right. Of the House and of Representatives. Have, right, right. So you 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 bring out you parade out um, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she says, I'm I'm. Uh, I'm. What does she call herself now? She has a nick. Now she goes by her initials. Yeah. And I'm MT. I'm Marjorie Taylor Green. MTG to you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new. I don't know. If she's married or she has a boyfriend. Whatever. And I hate Lauren Boebert. And I'm getting <laughs> you. You're, you're going down. Yeah. I'm Lauren Boebert, and I just got thrown out of a movie theater in my, in my native Colorado. <laughs> did she get thrown out of a movie theater? She did. Yes. Yeah. She was also. She's. I think she's divorced too. And she was with her boyfriend, and they were vaping or something, and they were asked to leave. No kidding. They didn't want to. They wouldn't put out their vaping. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> terrible. Imagine somebody vaping next, to you, va- vaping next to you, and you say, excuse me, would you stop vaping, and it's, and it's your congressman? Congresswoman? Oh, my God, right? You turn, oh yeah, I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, she got off on, on uh, got thrown out on, on because of disorderly conduct. Oh my God. And she apologized. I mean, she's she's a real. I mean, I don't know where they where does the party find these 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 wackos? I don't know, but it's insane. It's just an absolute insanity. It's an insane asylum, really, with with uh, flags. It's uh, God. It is. It is. And Lauren Boebert was the one who said that. Um, you know, she says she's pro-life. She said it was uh, having the baby, her last child, was much cheaper than getting an abortion. <laughs> is that what she said? She said that. Oh my God. I mean, that her son must have a. I don't know. He he must have a therapist. There, yes, he he needs a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. What? Honestly, what what a what a nightmare. This yeah. is turning into, and Kevin McCarthy. I, you know, I, I don't know if if it's much losing him because uh, uh, you never had him in the in the first place. He had to do what they wanted him to do, and maybe mm-hmm. you know it was push and pull and it was things like that. But um, you know, Kevin McCarthy really wasn't in control of the the ship no, he, this whole time. No, I think he was, he was struggling. Yeah, but um, you know, uh, uh, you know, but I, he wasn't as crazy as these people. I mean, Matt Gantz is, is I, I don't know, he doesn't, he, he, I don't think he cares about anybody or anyone or, or any entity or the country. It's just about him. And, and oh, you should see the memes that are up about him that, you know, he's, he's actually an alien and on his dating profile, <laughs> his Tinder profile is an alien, a reptilian in a, in a suit. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Matt Gantz is like a little Trump kind of, right? Isn't he kind of have a Trump thing going? Yeah, and I think Wanna be? I don't know what what, but what what, but what uh, redeemable social qualities does he have anyway? I don't I, I don't know I don't know where where people vote for the these individuals. Frank McKay here, by the way, with Melissa Itell Jorn. If we could ever get her in Congress, that would be uh, that would be <laughs> great. Although I I wouldn't wish that upon you, uh, Melissa. No, I I mean it's just uh it, it's just it's a nightmare. Um, yeah. facility it's it's and actually the senate is much uh much more controlled than than the congress a house of representatives is um is just a mess um the yeah, the yeah, senate is, is kind of you know somewhat controlled right i mean it's uh, I think so. i think the yes i think the senate is a more venerable institution well now that they've gotten rid of the dress code and you can come and you know you can come in your 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 jogging your your day old wow. jogging shorts or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to think, but it's still it supposedly still is. But no, I mean the the Congress is the people's house, so that's a clue already. So you're getting you're getting the sea of humanity, and Matt Gantz is he's, uh, he does you know the funny thing is he comes from his his father was a very um, reputable um, I, I think he was an attorney in Florida. He comes from a reputable family and. And he's using this opportunity. I guess he had, you know, he had, maybe he had some, you know, some some insider influence or something to get, you know, to get get his way to, you know, to get his way to uh, Congress. Um, he's 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 just trying to, I think, promote himself, and 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 at the, at the expense of everyone else. He just doesn't care that you know we look like a bunch of fools to the rest of the world. We're supposedly. A major superpower, although I think that's fading fast. Yeah, we're dwindling as a superpower. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's disgraceful. It's really disgraceful. Hey, it was you know talking about this dress code was was John Fetterman the uh, the happiest man in the world when they said you can come oh, in yes, a jogging he was suit? Was a poster child, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yes, immediately after Chuck Schumer said, okay, we're doing away with the dress code. You don't have to wear business attire Monday through Friday. You, you know, if you're not up there when we have, you know, when we do our, you know, if you don't have to sit, you know, up at the podium, you can, you can, you know, wear whatever. Who cares? So, um, <laughs> yes, the very next day, Fetterman was in his, uh, his, his, his jogging shorts, his sweatshirt <laughs> vest, looking like, I don't know if he's trying to emulate, um, trying to look like the, 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 uh, you know, the, the, the main character from Breaking Bad. Um, uh, uh, Walter name? White? Yes. Jesse yes, Pinkman. He changed his, he, he just has a mustache now, and he's got the bald head. He wow. really could be a, a dead ringer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah, it's just, uh, uh, Heisenberg, he's going to go, he's going to start Heisenberg, being called yeah. Senator Heisenberg. Um, yeah. You know, it, what a, uh, what a circus. Uh, how, how did everybody respond? I didn't pay attention. And I've I got to admit, I didn't pay too much attention to what people were saying about the dress code, um, uh, you, you know, initiative. I, what were what were people saying? Were people outraged about it? Well, you had some people in, con- in, in the Senate who thought it was it was a disgrace. Uh, Susan Collins, the senator from Maine, joked, well, I'm going to wear my bikini then if that's what you wanted. <laughs> Can <laughs> and, she wear a bikini? Is she is no, she in fit? No, she didn't. Oh. No, I can't see her wearing a bikini, but, you know, it's just ridiculous. And, of course, a lot lot of the, you know, the more established, I guess the older people were saying, you know, this this, this doesn't fit. We were, you know, we are a a venerable institution, and we should dress as such. We shouldn't be, you know, slumming our way through, you know, work. You know, John Fetterman got enough, you know, flack for, for coming in with his, you know, those, those stupid running shorts, all his tattoos exposed. Jeez. I mean, what look does that give? <laughs> was he the one that was the was he the poster child of this? Did you just say that, or is that uh, you know? Because he's he's the first one I thought of. Yes, he should be. He must be. Yeah. Right? I mean, this is you, you, this, you can't make this up. No, it's a circus. It's a circus. Yeah, uh, what what's what's the next set of clowns in the clown show with the uh, with the speaker? vote what's uh what's going to happen uh, is there any chance that the dems and the republicans make a deal well put i put in know. the dem um, you know matt gantz was saying oh i work with the democrats but they didn't want patrick um patrick mccarthy and which i i don't know if it's kevin mccarthy actually, right kevin mccarthy yeah. i don't know if that's actually true um but i'm sure hakeem jeffries who's the minority leader is observing the situation very carefully but they don't have enough you know they're not they don't you know the democrats don't have en- quite enough to gain um the upper hand with um in, co- in congress they do in you know in in the senate, senate but right. now everything looks terrible it looks just it's just terrible i but i feel that your top runners the your top contenders are going to be jim jordan and um um mr scalise uh, another person you mentioned uh, Emmers, uh, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah. He's... Yes. So um, I guess we'll know soon. There is someone sitting in the interim right now, um, but uh, Who, who's sitting in the interim? Yeah, I I I don't have the name. It's another. Um, he's the acting speaker. Yeah. Wow. It's just incredible. I I, I mean, we're, we're things couldn't be worse than they already are. Jeez. And this is what we have. 
Crazy. And uh, and and Trump came out for Jim Jordan, right? Trump endorsed Jim Jordan, and of course, there's this this draft Trump as speaker. They think he can be he can step in for the time being and then run for president in between his court appearances. Wow. Do, how how big a su- uh, support does he have for that? How how big is the is the draft movement? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think he's going to do it. It's, it's, it's you know it's it's to you know divert attention from the main story. It's just you know it's probably um, MTG Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene and you know um, several others. And and the other day, actually yesterday, Trump's daughter-in-law, Lara Trump. Yeah. She was on. Um, she 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 was making her way on the radio. She was uh, making radio appearances. She was on WABC in New York, and she said that um, you know she was very gleeful about it. That her father-in-law was approached by some of the Republicans um, to step in and save the country. <laughs> yeah. And they think he's you know he he could do that, and then you know run as he's running for president. And I guess you know, going from from court case to court case, and uh, and then eventually he'll come back to the White House, and then we'll all be saved. Wow. Again, <laughs> MelissaItellJordan.com, great place to see the documentaries and all things M- Melissa Frank McKay here with Melissa. You know, I I wonder what that would do for his presidential aspirations. I mean, his base would would support him, but if it turns into a you know what show crap show you know mm-hmm. um you know does uh, do do his numbers start plummeting and you know or i mean to re- to add it to his uh to his resume to be president and then speaker of the house while he's trying to regain the presidency um i don't know i i mean uh, you know how how seriously would he consider it i don't think he would do it right because it lessens him in his mind. Yeah, but he, th- you know, but he thinks it. I think it, 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 it kind of, um, it builds up his ego. You know, um, here I am to save the day. You know, that kind of. Yeah, thing. well, that's a possibility. I mean, that's, I could see that, something like that happening. Yeah, I'm looking for, uh, online now for for a list of who, who they think could be replacements. Um, Jim Jordan. I mean, would you would you put your money on Jim Jordan at this point? I don't know if Jim Jordan is the right person. No, I, I'm not saying he is, but do you think he's going to be uh, the the person who gets the votes? I think it's between him, again, between him and Steve Scalise. Yeah, Scalise is a reasonable yeah. guy. Yeah. Right? Steve Scalise, yeah, I would think so. He, but he, he's not a Trump. He didn't come out and, and support Trump for, for, um, for this time around. Yeah. So yeah, he's not gonna. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna get it if he didn't support Trump. They would take that as a. But he is a top. You know, of the people mentioned, he he is uh, up there with Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan, of course, you know, is a big fundraiser, and he is an outwardly uh, supportive Trump person, and he is an, he's, he's leading the investigation uh, for an indictment. You know, for an impeachment of President Biden. So you would have a really, you know, real. Contentious, yeah. Out there. Wow, this, this you know, it, it looks like the start of a mess. You know, there's there's a uh, there's an election going on here in my home county of Suffolk County, and mm-hmm. the the county executive 
um, which is basically the governor of Suffolk County or the the mayor of Suffolk County. He's he runs the show, and yeah. So a 12-year incumbent's leaving, and the guy leading the way right now is a Republican named Ed Romaine, who's a very reasonable guy and and intelligent guy. He's the town of Brookhaven um, supervisor, and. He's way ahead in the polls. I wonder if this affects him or if this is going to be... Because right now, the, the Democrats have no reason at all to come out and vote in, in a, a county like this. And I only bring it up because there's other counties out there. There's 62 counties, 62 cities, 932 towns in the state of New York. And everywhere in the, uh, the country, we have, uh, you know, we have numbers of counties that, that are there. If you think about uh, the the uh, scenario um, mm-hmm. I wonder if locally it would be affected if Democrats say oh this is a mess you know the Republicans are extreme this and that do the Democrats get motivated and come out because right now there is no reason for them to come out and, and support uh, a guy named Dave Colon that's the uh, that's the Democrat who's running against and they have no they have no traction. They, they're just not able to attract any mm-hmm. uh, any Democrats to come out. If Trump was at the top of the ticket or if Trump was the main issue, they might be able to get anti-Trumpers out to vote Dem, you know, just to come out and vote, vote Dem. Do you think that what's going on with the Republicans right now could affect local elections? Uh, I think it's I think it very well could. I think this whole Trump, you know, this whole... Trump hullabaloo, if you want to call it that, I think it, it, it could backfire. I, I just, even though it, it, some people sense, some people say, oh no, this is going to be a Trump, um, a, a, a Trump uh, vengeance tour. You know, he's just going to go. Through, they think he's going to get the nomination. They're not even thinking about. It. They've, they've dismissed everybody else, and they've assumed that that the nomination is his and his alone. And and um, if he goes up against Biden, if Biden is still around you know we don't know there are all kinds of conspiracy rumors that you know the democrats could remove biden as late as um the end of summer of, of 2024 they could do it it's not it's not impossible you can put another candidate in in september <laughs> say oh biden wants to retire biden's this Biden's that and and then trump loses it if if they go with trump if unless he's behind bars but you know what i could see him running his own election his own campaign um, he'll do a Zoom campaign or something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. He'll be wearing his jumpsuit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll be able to. Uh, he'll be able to uh, serve in, in the Senate. He just can serve in a jumpsuit. Now they he doesn't have to wear business attire, right? So he, <laughs> he can come in a jumpsuit. So yeah, maybe it'll be the same thing. Yeah, I mean, what what, what are we looking at now? Where, what is the status of Trump? I know New York is going on as we speak, right? The uh, the New York problems that he has uh, are going on. Uh, are, are they still going on, or is there, uh, is there some closure there? No, that he was at the uh, proceedings for the, the fraud case, I think it was yesterday. He doesn't have to appear every day. But again, this is Letitia James, you know, her, this is her baby, you know. She's, um, she wants to, uh, you know, this is her, she wants to put the dagger in him, you know, and, and, and this is her personal mission. I don't know. He's got so much ahead of him. I mean, I mean, I think another person would just want to, you know, either say, "Okay, I'm going to jump off the roof." 
He doesn't care. It emboldens him. He's yeah. it, it does. It really emboldens him. He gets pumped up by this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, I don't know. I don't know how it, uh, how it all ultimately turns out, but um, we are, you know, looking at a circus. I mean, there's nothing... There's no two ways about it. It's just it's it's a circus. The politics, the national politics, in America are, are just out of control. By the way, George Santos, um, his treasurer, who I actually know, Nancy um, Nancy Marks, yesterday um, got charged with a felony, a federal felony, and and it, it's not the heaviest charges. And I think that she's got some kind of deal cut where she's going to give up. George Santos. I remember <coughs> when Santos was first running, um, she was like, oh, he's my baby, he's my baby. And it was. I mean, she, you know, she openly, uh, Nancy Marks openly uh, raved about uh, George Santos. And, uh, you know, she was, it was like her creation almost. So it's uh, kind of interesting. If she's, if she's getting off lightly, guess what that means for George Santos? She's she's giving him up. She's throwing him under the bus. Her baby. She's throwing a baby under the bus. Mm -hmm. She's. Uh, I don't know with him. I. I, I would hope he's he, he's going to be out soon. They're already running people here um, in my district to replace him. How about the same guy? Who was the uh, publicist? Um, oh, um, Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Yeah, Bob Zimmerman. I haven't. I haven't seen him. I'm sure he's hanging around. Yeah, he almost, you know, he almost won last time. He should have, but people are probably saying, "Bob, you should have won it last time." How do you, how do you lose to this guy, and how do you not discover all this? What happened? You know, right. the, um, oppositional research. You know, um, op research is, uh, is is such a big thing in, um, you know, in politics. And how do you how do you miss all of this? This guy's a fraud. Um, you ever hear of something called imposter syndrome? Yes, I think I have, yes. Yeah, Bob Fosse had that. And, you know, Bob Fosse was the great choreographer and just, you know, an amazing um, an, an amazing talent, right? And he, uh, he was portrayed by, uh, who was it, um, Roy Scheider in, uh, in All That Jazz and won the best picture, I think. In, I don't know, was that 79? I don't know, probably, you know, well, I don't know. And uh, Roy Scheider uh, played Bob Fosse. And one of Bob Fosse's friends, and he was a great choreographer on, on Broadway, said to him, okay, you won in the same year an Oscar, a Grammy, and a Tony. Can you ease up on yourself now? Can you, can you congratulate yourself? Can you take a bow? Can you just relax and give yourself a little bit of credit? And Bob Fosse shook his head and he says, you know, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I just can't believe they haven't figured out that I'm a fraud yet. <laughs> and I always thought, wow, is he kidding? I mean, if he's a fraud, I mean, it's, you know, who's not a fraud? I mean, that's Bob Fosse's a, you know, a great talent and great whatever. But he has this imposter's syndrome going for... Um, had this i think he died of aids right didn't he uh, bob fossey die of aids bob Fosse? I, no no he had um cancer no he had a heart condition or something yeah i think he had a heart condition he was a smoker yeah, you know that but was about yeah go ahead i'm sorry 
I cut oh, you off. Oh, no, that's okay. I think he he died many years ago. Yeah, in the 70s, right? I mean, No, but a little after, uh, no, after that. I think he died, uh, I'm not even <coughs> sure. I think. Good man, though, right? I mean, a talented man. Oh, yeah, he was multi-talented, a little bit, you know, bordering on crazy. Yeah, well, that you know, that alone, I mean. Very difficult to deal with. Uh, he's not a good husband. <coughs> I shouldn't say a good man, uh, a, a, a talented man, I should say. And yeah, very, very, but a uh, very, com you know, comp complicated personality, as most of these, these, uh, you know, artists are. Yeah. But anyway, that's imposter syndrome. What George Santos has is like the opposite. He he believes. You know, he's delusional. He doesn't think that that he doesn't belong. He believes he belongs and that he's special or he's whatever. Right? Is is he the opposite? And 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 the scenario that I gave you on Bob Fosse is. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because what has he accomplished? I mean, all of it has been fabricated. It's all, it's all lies. I mean, he's 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 living a, a big lie, multiple lies, and and unabashedly too. And you know, he thinks he's going to vindicate himself. Uh, but you know, the Democrats are already have all these candidates who are, you know, because they email everybody you know under the sun, uh, asking for support. They, there are there are a number of I can count them on my fingers, in my in my district um, of 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 people who were running for his seat. Yeah, right. Amazing. Because he's he is a fraud. I mean, he's a been been a fraud on everything. Do you yeah. do you even remember what he he lied about? He lied about being wasn't he supposed to be some multimillionaire um success story and it turns out he's completely broke. Well, he went to he was a a big wheel at Goldman Sachs and he donated he donated what was it uh, I don't know how many thousands of dollars, hundreds, maybe a hundred thousand dollars, and and he, oh, he's so well, and he went to this school and that school. I mean, he was living the lies. I mean, this is a, this is a, 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 a this is a, a classic case of somebody. Um, you know, there, there was the movie with with Leonardo DiCaprio, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. And he impersonated all these different people, pilots, uh, people, and, and he practiced counterfeit and. And uh, it, and he until it, it took a long time to catch him, and but he's he's a little smarter than George Santos. <laughs> yeah. George Santos is very slimy, and and he thinks people don't see through him, uh, and he's he's not a likable person. The the Leonardo DiCaprio character, even though he ruffled a number of feathers, he did break the law. Um, I think he did go to jail, but he was very talented, and they, he was later used by the. I think the FBI for their some of their crime fighting, um, some of their crime fighting di divisions, and of course they made the movie about him, and he was portrayed by Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, I can't see what kind of movie would be made about George Santos and, and putting him in a good light. I no. can't see that. They've had <laughs> not a good light, that's for sure. No, no, no. But he he thinks you know, we're so you know we're deaf, dumb, and blind, and we don't see right through him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, character. And a real life character too was uh, what a a Abag Nally is it? Abag it's uh, A B A G N A L E, and um, yeah, I mean he he ended up uh, he ended up having a 
you know, millions of dollars. Like, I think he's, his net worth is, is high now. I mean, he scammed and whatever, but the thing is, he was a likable character. You know, he was like, he was likable. He was a, brilliant in many ways, right? Uh, Frank uh, Abagali, Abag, you know, yeah, Nally. I, I don't recall the name. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, his, I'm just looking up what his net worth is now. And he spent some time in jail, but he, um, you know, in prison, $10 million. He's worth $10 million, which isn't bad. But this is a guy who, you know, impersonated a, a pilot. And by the way, I think it was still in high school when he impersonated a pilot. And he, oh, was he? Yeah, according to the movie. Anyway, I don't know how much, how, what's true about the movie. But he, um, he really is a, um, a, you know, like an unbelievable character that, that was was worthy of a movie. George Santos is is the opposite of this guy. He is he is worthy of a movie. He's an unbelievable character, but I mean he's such a piece of garbage. And you know he he did it enough to get to Congress, but then he got caught and he got caught so so quickly, right? I mean it was like when he when he started. What was the what was the smoking gun on him that started everything going? Um, because I do know that I met the, the other three congressmen, and I know the other three congressmen, but I met the other three congressmen at, at a dinner, me and a couple of people, um, at the, uh, the Long Island uh, you know, congressman, I should say, led by Andrew Garbarino, who was already elected the, the term before that, but they were ripping. They were calling him, you know, pardon the language, but I'll, I won't say it, but an a-hole pro- publicly. Just in the, they said, yeah, we're, it, it's all of us except for the a-hole. And they were, they were just ripping George Santos left and right. And they just were openly doing that to separate themselves from Santos because he was part of their group. And by the way, it was this group that ensured, and this is, you know, one of the things that was, was bragged about there, but... Um, it was this group that ensured that Nancy Pelosi wouldn't be the speaker again. So Santos was part of that group. They just didn't want to. They just didn't want to take bows for that because he was such an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And here we are. We're right back at uh, at Congress again. And Santos is going to get another bite at the apple, right? He's going to. He's he's voting. And uh, was he early? Was he an early supporter of Kevin McCarthy? Well, we don't know. I think he was. That was the whole thing, that Kevin McCarthy learned of the allegations, and he, but he didn't do anything. He didn't censure him. He didn't dismiss him. He, um, he let him stay there. And, of course, yeah, he needed the votes. I mean, you know. That's it. I mean, how, what, what could he do? I know. I know. And that's a bit made, that was a big criticism of Kevin McCarthy. Why would you let him stay? You know, ever, and, and even, Matt, you know, um, a lot of people were saying, were even even you know, and this is in the Senate. We're crossing lines here, and and um, uh, soon to be retired uh, uh, Utah senator and former presidential candidate and Massachusetts governor Mitt Romney um, just you know confronted George Santos at, at I think it was at the um, State of the Union, and and he was you know livid with him, and he said, "How dare you even show your face here?" And and yet. When they were voting for speaker, yeah, he was allowed in. And nobody, no, I mean, people were, you know, you could tell. I mean, this, he was drawing attention to himself, um, and and uh, and he and and it was you know, the the cameras were on George Santos. Here he was allowed to sit in, allowed to vote, because I guess you know Kevin McCarthy didn't want to 
you know, jinx himself. He wanted all the votes possible. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had uh, he had no room for error. You take out the Santos vote and the uh, and the Freedom Caucus or whoever the hell they are, you know, the extreme right wing have a much um, have a much different um, uh, dynamic. Every vote counted in that. And J George Santos is one of those people who, uh, you know, it had to be there. You know, he had had to uh, come. Uh, do you think there's a dark horse in this? Dark horse and the speaker's yeah. race or... I don't think there's any way they put Hakeem Jeffries in there. I don't know. The Republicans I, would have to really break and and go yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I don't. I think that's a that's a stretch. Yeah. That's a long. That's a stretch. Yeah, I don't see that happening. You know, I just yeah. don't see that happening. Um, I but don't yeah, but it is. Uh, um, you know, obviously the Dems would try to make that. I mean, who's the most right? Of the um, of the Dems, I mean, is there a, a right wing? And certainly not Hakeem Jeffries, but no, I mean, no. could they turn? And is there a section of the Dems that are, um, you know, they used to call them blue dog, right? Blue dog Democrats, or uh, you know, something along those lines. And you know, that's you know, look, you know, uh, uh, you know, who's who's the senator in who's the senator in uh, Kentucky? I'm sorry, not uh, not uh, oh, West Kentucky, Virginia, West Virginia. Thinking of Mansion. Yeah, Mansion, right, Joe Mansion. Yeah, yeah, well, he. They say he's thinking of running a third party candidacy. I don't know. I, this might be the year of the third party. Yeah. Presence. Well, I don't know. You know if, if, the question is, you have know, RFK Jr. is supposed to make a big announcement, I think, today, and they're all saying everybody's saying, oh, he's going to announce his, his independence candidacy because he's getting nowhere with the Democrats. They won't acknowledge him. They won't provide uh, the secret, you know, secret service protection to campaign events. And uh, they dismiss him as a viable candidate. So he's going to launch his own candidate candidacy as an independent. Um, I think, you know, Joe Manchin and um, he's been, they've been, well, he, he, he may not have come out and said it, you know, but it, directly, but he's if anyone is going to would consider doing something like that it would it could be joe manchin who has come to blows with with biden over a lot of things yeah and, and um uh, well he's already been he's in trouble but the new jersey senator um <laughs> Men menendez yes menendez and his lovely wife <laughs> <laughs> yeah lovely um, and close he, Yes, yes, the lovely wife. They, you know, the big joke is that she's a mail order bride that he forgot to return. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's funny. But uh, yeah, but, boy, um, I wonder if we can you know, return her now. No, I don't. What about her? Give give everybody a little a little something on her. She's um she's Egyptian. Yeah. That's why there's this whole Egyptian connection. And she's the second wife. You know, he was married. Um, the wife that he, with whom he had the, the two kids, he divorced her. They divorced. I don't know who divorced whom. They divorced a long time ago. And then he, uh, or I think they divorced. I, I, uh, I, I'm not sure, but she, he's, I don't think she passed away, but I, I'm not sure about that. But um, he got this one. And, uh, yeah, it's just been fun and games, you know, gold bars. <laughs> <laughs> Gold bars, a new Mercedes. It's you know, it's, it's wow. one win after another. You know, and and, and Menendez, he may be friendly. He's been friendly. You know, he in the past when he got in, when he was in, in trial, 
in Newark a couple of years ago. At least uh, his buddy, uh, his fellow, uh, his his colleague from New Jersey, um, Corey, Corey Booker, Booker was yeah. always yes, was always there. You know, give, you know, he had his back. And this time around, not so much. You know, and then of course the governor, Phil Murphy, yep. who was dying to. I know he's knucklehead. Knucklehead, Jim. Yeah, he said, "Get out of here. You leave your post. Leave, resign." Right. Of course. Get out of here, you knucklehead. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, also Phil Murphy has a new hair comb over. You know, wow. he's, he's he he would love. He's dying to jump into you know to run for president, but he's not going to say that. But Menendez didn't get along with with Biden. He's against the Iranian uh, nuclear deal, which I understand. Good. Me too. I think is great. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is great. Uh, so they came to blows. The, the, I mean, there's another theory that the, the the Justice Department is going after him in retaliation for that, but who knows? But um, yeah, he when he did not stand with Biden. But the one the, the one person I think who would who definitely has a beef with the Biden administration and and could be seen as an independent candidate if he so chose to do so would be Joe Manchin. Yeah, interesting. You know, I, I think both. Mansion and uh, and Kennedy actually take votes away from the Republicans. At least some some will, um, you know. Like uh, they're neither one of them are, are pro are, are pro life, right? So they might take um, they might take like certain like the anti-vaxxers could gravitate towards uh, towards Kennedy. He's so big on anti-vaxxing and that's a yeah. that's a big chunk of of republicans right there um i'm right. not sure that this is great for uh for trump um and robert kennedy well, jr yeah well here here's another theory that maybe there's there are people saying well maybe trump and and rfk should should get together i can't see that happening no. I, I don't think so he's I got too much so. he's got too many um left views too he's um yeah you know he's uh, it, they they just don't fit yeah 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 i i don't see that happening either but you know there's no there's no limit to how many conspiracy theories can be thrown around and and disseminated but you know we'll see what happens but i think rfk is going to go his way yeah he's going to go rogue he's going to go rogue yeah he's he's gone he's renegade he's yeah. uh you know, yeah. his announcement will be I'm running, I'm exploratory committee at least, and maybe full-fledged I'm running for president. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. That's what everybody's, everybody's been speculating about that. And, you know, I think this, this presidential campaign, this presidential year will be the year of the independent. And uh, we haven't seen that in action, I think, in, in, in such broad terms since 1992 when yeah. Ross Perot, uh, share the stage with um, George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton yeah. for a debate, for a couple of debates, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three, uh, yeah, two de yeah. three debates, two. right? Three of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's, this is going to be an interesting year. And then, of course, there's the other, you know, the other, uh, you know, conspiracy theory. Or maybe it's not a conspiracy theory that Biden isn't going to last. You know, he's, he's going to drop out. He's going to make some announcement that he has to retire. And no matter how late in the game it is, in September they're going to have somebody else. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I, I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think that's Plan B. Yeah, yeah, because he's not. Let's face it, 
Kamala is not popular, but they, it's going to be very tricky to get rid of her. Uh, you can't, you know, already the California seat, which has been vacated from the, by the death of Dianne Feinstein last week, has already been filled temporarily, you know, until the next election. Yep. And we know that Adam Schiff and, and Katie Porter and Barbara Lee have, have been actively campaigning for the last the past year for that. So um, I don't know. You can't kick Kamala to the, you know, kick her to the curb. No. And um, <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I still believe Newsom is uh, he's waiting with, with bated breath. And, uh, you know, Phil Murphy, he changed his hair. There's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, listen, he didn't have much of a choice. Mo uh, Melissa, great job as always. Um, wonderful. Uh, Frank, Frank McKay here, uh, thanking everyone for tuning in. Melissa, we, uh, as always, we, we thank everyone. They have a lot of oh, choices, yeah. and we yes. appreciate it. And, and we do, and we're glad we have our, our steady group of people with us. Yeah. And we, we really appreciate all of you. Thank you very much, everyone. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Jarn Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.